0: Today's story tells us many things about our life. The first thing that comes to my mind or that caught my attention was the fact that we are all equipped with talents. Every single one of you has talents. Some of you may sing well, some of you do sports well. Some of you have a good intelligence and some of you have a great personality some of you have wisdom and some of you have good health and you really look at carefully each person every single one of you has talents don't say that i have no talent because god gave each and every one of you talents some are hidden and others maybe dormant yet, but you have talents. That is the first thing that I see into this story. Another thing that I see into this story that caught my attention was that not everyone has the same amount of talents. Some have five talents, others have two talents, and still others have one talent, and that's a fact. What can you do? Some are smarter than you, and some are stronger than you. No matter how much you try, if you're not born with a great voice, you'll not be able to sing like Pavarotti, Celine Dion or Elvis Presley. What can you do? You don't have that voice. No matter how much you try, there will be people who are better than you. You may not be able to live up to the level of Tiger Woods or Michael Jordan, even though you may have some athletic abilities. So some have more and others have less. Not only are our talents are different, the amount of talents you have is also different. That's a fact, that's reality, but that is our problem. That is a problem a lot of us uh, have. We don't like that. If our talents are all different, then it's okay. I can't take that. I can accept that. Even if I cannot sing very well, at least I can dance, you can say. But when the amount is different, when other people are better than you, it's hard to accept that because that makes you feel small and insignificant. You question You are not as good as others. Why is she prettier than me? Why is he taller than me? And then immediately seeing the amount of talents, what we do is we translate that into God's love, the amount of God's love. Does God love me less? than those who are so well-talented. We measure the amount of God's love with the amount of talents that we have. Once you start thinking like that, you are entering into a very slippery slope. This kind of thinking may lead you into self-pity and into a dark gloomy place and you lose confidence. You lose confidence, and you don't feel good. So if you live your life comparing yourself with others, you cannot live a good life. You cannot live a happy life. You cannot even use a talent you have very well. I mean, you already have talents, but somehow you cannot be able, you cannot able, you cannot uh, maximize the talent you have even the talent you have may you may even lose what you have I wonder whether that's what Jesus meant in today's passage for to all those who have more will be given and they will have abundance but from those who have nothing even what they have will be taken away sometimes even the talent that we have we lose when we lose confidence i think that's what the person with one talent did he felt that he had what he had was nothing compared to those who had two talents and five talents they have talents twice as much they have talent five times as much as i have what I have is nothing insignificant. He didn't really appreciate what he had, and that is a problem. A lot of us have. We don't appreciate what we have. I mean, you have beautiful things. You have so many good things, but always never appreciate what you have, what others uh, have seem like much bigger than what I have. And what I have is just not so important and you don't really appreciate what you have. And that kind of life, that kind of thinking is uh, very difficult to handle a life situation. But do you know how much one talent uh, was? One talent is a big amount. If a labor gathers money, uh, uh, saves money for 20 years without spending any money, for 20 years, if you uh, save it, then that's one talent. That's a lot of money, more than a million dollars maybe. So it's not small money. Even the person who had one talent had enough to be able to do something worthwhile, but he didn't think of doing anything with it. He just hid it in the ground. Even though what he had was enough, he fell into the trap of comparing himself with others. This story uh, reminded me of the movie Amadeus. Salieri was a good musician, and yet he felt that he had nothing compared to what Mozart had he didn't appreciate what we what he had and he translated that God did not bless me enough that Mozart guy who's obnoxious immature and silly and obscene And God blessed him with so much talents, and he didn't bless me with that talent. I cannot accept that kind of God. And so he denounced denounced God and vowed to take revenge on God by destroying Mozart. Priest came, and he played his music and he didn't recognize that music. When he played Mozart's music, oh, I know that tune. And he got really, really upset with that. God gave all of you wonderful talents. Don't measure the worth of your talents by comparing with others. How much talents you have is not as important as How you enjoy the talent that you have and do something worthwhile with what you have. That's what's important. How much you have is not as important as that. When you enjoy what you have and start using it creatively, you can be content. Your life will be, you'll be very content. And being content and being complacent are two different things. Being content is to appreciate what you have, no matter how big or how small it may be. Being content means you have confidence. I can handle that. I'm comfortable with it. Doesn't matter what circumstance I may be in. I'm content. I know how to handle what I have. That's a confidence. That's what being content is. Yesterday, my grandkids came to my small county, so small. Eleven people sitting there. There's not even a place, not even air, not enough air (laughs) to breathe. And then we were all crowded together, sitting like this, and then, After dinner, we cannot even have dinner there. We just uh, came for uh, dessert and then. But the kids, five kids, five, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Five kids. They went into the bedroom. The bedroom is just one bed. That's it. Nothing else more. And a woman in in the bedroom. They were yelling and playing and they came up with games and all that uh, in the, the small room. And I, I learned. They know how to have fun. They are not ruled by the circumstances. They use their circumstances creatively to have fun. It doesn't matter what circumstances that they uh, may be in. They don't need big playground. Small bedroom is good enough. They know how to handle that, how to deal with it. Because their thinking is not tainted yet. It's not corrupt yet. But us, even though we have so much, we think that we have nothing. When circumstances are a little bit bad, then we complain. When others have a little bit more than me, then we complain. We just don't know how to be content. We just don't know how to enjoy our life. We have just lost the ability to enjoy our life as it is given to us. We are not content. St. Paul said this, He understood the secret of life. Not that I'm referring to being in need, for I have learned to be content. He had learned to be content with whatever I have. Whatever I have, I know what it is to have little, and I know what it is to have plenty. In any and all circumstances, I have learned the secret of being well fed and of going hungry, of having plenty, and of being in need. He was like my grandchildren. Doesn't matter what I have, I learned to have fun. That's what they learned. They, They practiced St. Paul's words. We should do that. We, He knew what he was to have little and what he was to have plenty.
1: Whether he had a lot
0: or not, that was not what was important. How much money you have is not what's important. He knew how to accept his situation and be comfortable with it. And he enjoyed what he had. Very simple secret of life. Very simple secret of happiness. How much degree, how many degrees you have? How much money you have in the bank account? How many houses you have? That's not what's important. After he said this beautiful phrase about being content, This is what he said. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. What a man. What a great man. I can do all things through God who strengthens me. That is a power. That is confidence. Don't try to have confidence by having a lot. You will never have confidence because there will be always people who are better than you, who have more than you.
1: You can never have
0: confidence like that. Being content not only makes you appreciate what you have, but also gives you this impulse, power, and confidence to do something with it. You don't lose confidence because what you have is little compared to what others have. You have confidence to do whatever you want, want to do with it. I want to live like that. I want to live like that. And I want you to live like that. having a lot is not as important as enjoying what you have being content with it and doing something worthwhile wonderful with it being complacent is different you don't appreciate what you have you don't know how to enjoy what you have you don't see the value of what you have You just live your life as though you have nothing. So you hide your talents in the ground and do nothing about it. That's complacent. It's like, I can never beat him. I can never beat her. So why bother? So you don't do anything about it. Life is just competition for them. And they have developed this defeated mentality. Let me talk to those who are 50 and over in this room. If the years you have are talents, then you have less than those who are in their 20s. But don't think that your good years are over. Do something meaningful with it. Don't waste your time by hiding it in the ground. John asked me a few weeks ago. Actually, he asked me 10 years ago. He said, 목사님, How's your 50s?" And I told him, 50s are the best time of their uh, life. You know, your school is over, and then you're, you're healthy, and then, uh, and then just a few days ago, he asked me, how's 60s? I said, sixties is the best time of the I mean, he said, you said 10 years ago, 50 is the best. And I, I told him, I didn't know enough, well enough that time you know uh, 50s you still have to work and you still have career 60s you're almost at the end you don't have to worry about too much of a career your children are grow, grown up and you have enough money and you have uh, also enough health healthy enough young enough to be able to do anything that any 40 years old can do uh, I can drive uh, you know my driver v- uh, uh, better than others and and I, and I I think the 60 is the best time. When I'm 70, I don't know what what I will say. Don't think that your good years are over. What you have is what is most beautiful and precious. Enjoy it, cherish it, and do something with it. Let me talk to those who are 50 and younger. (laughs) Appreciate what you have. You have wonderful things. If you have 50 years, if you're 20 years old, wow. (sighs) Oh my goodness, I cannot imagine. You have millions of dollars like that if you're in 20s. I envy you, appreciate what you have. Do not compare yourself with others. They are their life. You are you. Don't compare yourself with others. See the significance of what you have. Find treasure within yourself and do something wonderful with the talents you have. All of you, be content, but not be complacent. God has given you this life and this life, this precious life, that is the greatest talent that you have. Right now, you're enjoying it. Don't waste it. Do something worthwhile. Enjoy it but but don't exhaust it love it but don't chase after every craving that you have be thankful but do not settle for less feeling full abundant and satisfied does not come from having a lot let me tell let me who is six year old tell you feeling full doesn't come from having a lot it comes from your deep gratitude for what you have life is not about doing better than others life is about Enjoying what you have and doing your best with what you have. Be free from belittling belittling yourself. Be free from self-pity. Be free from feeling small. Be free from fear of not being able to make it. God gave you talent, and many talents, and he will help you to use them for God's good purpose and to bless your life.